Okay, welcome to our next live student feedback session. Uh, and this time we're going to be looking at our third essay, the problem analysis essay. Again, as in the first two, I have three student examples here. These are real essays that students have written. And I've marked them up and I'm going to discuss with you how I would assess these essays to give you a better sense on how to assess your own essays, but also how to put your essays together. So there are some things that these students are doing that are great. There are some things that these students are doing that you should avoid. So use them as examples. Again, you'll have access to the PDFs of these documents as well. So moving into the problem analysis and the solution argument essay, I'm going to be using essays from the same three students. So what you're going to see here is a problem analysis essay from a student. When you progress on to the solution argument, you're going to see that same student write the solution. And again, there's a relationship between the two essays. In the, in the problem analysis, you're analyzing a problem. And in the solution argument, you're pitching a solution to that problem that you analyzed. So they are very closely related. So you'll be able to see the, the full life of this uh, topic with each student. Okay, let's take a look at the first student here. Uh, so what you'll notice, and I think you'll notice this on uh, the second essay as well, is that this student starts off reminding us what her definition of culture is. And we see that definition here. That is really a good setup for the problem analysis because again, with the problem analysis, you're looking to see where there is a violation or a rub against your culture. So reminding yourself what that culture definition actually is will help you identify the problems. Uh, and you see that the problem here identified by the student is how she's writing in from the United States, obviously. So the context here is how in the US uh, there is a problem in our society in regards to immigration. This conversation comes up a lot, especially around presidential elections, which is happening in this year that I'm recording this video. Uh, so, and the year that this essay was written just recently. So this is something that's fresh on the student's mind. Um, and she believes that there, the problem is the hatred and animosity towards immigrants and other cultures. Great introduction. I would say push it one more step. What is the thesis? Remember, the thesis is going to be a topic and a claim. The topic is the hatred and animosity towards immigration, immigrants, and other cultures. So what's the claim? So we've got this way that we feel about immigrants. Not all of us, some of us. It's sort of pervasive in our culture. So what's the claim? Is it a bad thing? Is it destroying who we are as a country? Is it in violation of our constitution, where is the claim here? Is it something that threatens other people's cultures or freedom? One thing you're going to see in a lot of these essays, this is the first essay in this course where I'm requiring research. So you're going to see me ask these students in a lot of these samples to cite their source. Anytime there is a specific point, data point, or a specific fact, I I'm looking for the source to be cited. And the reason here is not to avoid plagiarism. I mean, that's part of it. That's a big part of it. The reason here is to show that you've been 
having a conversation with the sources and integrating those sources. So here, 42.4 million uh, immigrants live in, in the U.S. Where is that coming from? Give me a source. Maybe it's this source down here. In fact, it probably is. Uh, but I need to see a, an in-text citation here. Um, this essay was written in 2016. And this data is from 2014, so I'm just questioning the relevance here, the uh, timeliness, the relevance. Um, here again, I'm asking for sources. Where are these sources? As far as writing, this essay is written fairly well. I need to see a lot more integration with the sources. Um, maybe this is part of the solution for the thesis statement. This this statement here comes later in the essay. Uh, foreigners get a bad reputation, but they have done all of these great things and they contribute. Maybe that's what this essay is about. So I recommend f to this student, think about moving this to the thesis statement and it would help you sort of restructure the essay. As we move th through the essay, we see that uh, the conversation turns to the current uh, worldwide problem of refugees coming out of Syria and the assumption, the connection here in the U.S. that some of these refugees or all of these refugees uh, are pose a danger to the U.S. in the form of terror. And you see some of the discussion here. Um, I, I would recommend here that the student just nuance this a little bit. And by that, I mean, I don't think that they believe that all of the Syrians refugees are Muslims and potential terrorists, I think I think that they would probably say that it's hard to keep track. Um, I understand her point here. She has a very good point, and we have heard some of this language. But I would nuance it a little bit, give a little bit of room for, for the opposition here. Um, this problem with animosity towards immigrants violates my view of culture. Here's another way to help you put this thing together is articulating how it violates your view of culture. So what I'm seeing here is that the student is engaged with the topic and is engaged with the idea of how it violates her definition of culture, which really tells me how she's thinking about this, which is, which is good to see that she's thinking about it in the right way. Uh, great points towards the end here. She starts point. She starts hinting and pointing towards a solution to the problem, which I recommend you do at the end of the essay. Um, and it seems like she's moving in that direction. So a pretty good essay overall. These essays are going to have works cited pages, and when these essays were written, they were they were using uh, MLA seven. Uh, standards, which is how I looked at them. And these citations look pretty good. Again, the rules for writers textbook is going to give you uh, hints and points on how to cite your sources. I'm not going to spend time on that because it's really just looking it up in the book. Uh, so to assess this <clears throat> essay, I would say the purpose is, is pretty clear. I, there needs to be some work on the thesis statement. I had a few issues with the defending of the problem. I think there were some clarity issues, as I mentioned. Um, the sources, I needed to see some more integration with the sources. As far as mechanics and MLA, it was almost perfect. So this 
student would score a 71 out of 80, which is a high B. This is a good essay. It just needs a little bit of cleaning up and it would be an A essay. So that is our first problem analysis. Let's take a look at our second one. Very different topic, maternity leave, and we see it from the title here. Um, again, this student references their definition and they're keying in on gender. Uh, you see some of my questions here. Anytime you use words like they or it, make sure that it's clear what they or it is referring to. Um, it's just a clarity issue. You'll see me questioning sources, where are the sources, um, and you'll see me actually rewrite parts of the sentences here for the student. I don't see a thesis statement. I think it's. I think a thesis statement is is, is easily constructed, but I don't see it quite yet here. I need to see some more sources as we move on. Um, and here, this sentence here, due to all of the the women terminating their employment, um, F, you know, during World War II, the urgency and necessity to create po policies and include adequate maternity leave didn't occur. I don't quite understand what that means. So clarify that. Um, here I have some concerns about these sources. It's best to use scholarly sources and scholarly sources are sources that are peer reviewed. So I'm looking at journals, um, primarily for this topic, you're going to be able to find those sources. Forbes.com, allabouthistory.org. Yeah, I wouldn't use those. Um, there are better sources out there to get you to the essentially the same content. And she's talking about, you know, the discrimination against women uh, because of their family status. Uh, here you'll see something interesting where the student takes a really long quote and essentially cuts and pastes it. The rule here is anything over four lines in your essay uh, should live on its own in this sort of format here, this block quote, and the student does it here. My concern here is that the student does not sort of uh, define it or translate it for us. So she has this great quote, never leave your sources flapping out there by themselves. Put it into your own words and translate it. Why did you use that quote? How does it help you make your point? Uh, then we start talking about the Family Medical Leave Act. Here again, the source is CNN. That's a news organization here in the U.S. I wouldn't use that. Um, I just wouldn't use that as a scholarly source. The issue here with Family Medical Leave Act or FMLA is that the student never quite explains why it's not enough, why it's not adequate. FMLA is a law that protects the job for women who uh, have gone out on uh, maternity leave. By law, they are required to protect the job for the woman if she wants it back. There are tons of loopholes and it is not adequate enough. This student is trying to argue that there should be financial assistance with maternity leave. So make that clear. Why is FMLA not enough? And get us to what those benefits could be for the mom. Here we're talking about mental health. I'm not sure how that connects to the financial assistance earlier. Um, 
And then we get into paternity leave, which is okay here. I, I'm not sure how it furthers the paid maternity leave argument, um, but it, but it's okay here. This this paragraph here that's highlighted. You you want to acknowledge the opposition, but not in the problem analysis. You in the problem analysis, you really want to focus in on why it's a problem, and saying that paid time off has disadvantages at this point I would not do it so I would say remove that uh, plus it's not from a scholarly source um, and this student's works cited page for fonts a little different which is fine this student's works cited page uh, is okay I, I just question her sources so you see how I broke it down here clear purpose it's missing a thesis statement uh, defense of the problem I'm not sure that she defended the problem fully. It is a problem. It's a great topic to write and uh, research. I'm not sure that the defense was fully there. Uh, some of the sourcing I had concerns about, some of the use of the sources. So this essay is about a, I would see a high, a, a high C essay, 77%. Uh, Good essay, it has some potential, but it has some concerns primarily with sources and defending the fact that this is a problem. Okay, last one. This is a problem with adolescents in a blended family. The, the major, and you'll see this fairly quickly when you start reading the essay, the major issue with this essay is that it never quite explains why a blended family is a problem. And a blended family, she defines as two families that come together. So maybe they're, you know, two, two families that have divorce or uh, a single parent and they sort of marry into another family. So what's the problem with it? Uh, the, she, she's not clear about what the problem is. Is it that the adolescents are rebellious and... Uh, you know, want to go after their bio, biological families, it's not clear. And the problem, the, the major problem with this essay is that there really is no thesis statement. And you'll see that if you don't have a thesis statement, the rest of the essay sort of falls apart. It gets really hard to keep it together. So what is a thesis statement? The, the topic is maybe dangers of a blended family or trials and tribulations of a blended family what's the claim that we should never do it that it's so bad for adolescents and teenagers or that it can be done in a certain way and done right and it should be I just don't know what the claim is uh, here in this paragraph you'll see a, a long quote that is not at all translated by the student uh, please do not leave your quotes hanging out here why did you use that quote? What's in it that that helps push your argument forward, push your point forward? You'll see a lot of verb tense and kind of small grammar mistakes in this essay as well, so I won't cover those, but pay attention to that as you look through the document. Uh, here, again, a long quote right in the middle of the page, and it's never really digested, never really broken down by the student, so what does it mean? Is it this quote saying that you know, white teenagers in a blended family have 
low school engagement it's, it's just not clear is it different based on race what is the problem what is what is the problem here she's referencing creating this problem and i'm sort of wondering well what is the problem exactly uh she references a little bit of a of a solution here um that it can help families break down the frustration they can do it well uh i would save that for your conclusion take a look here she makes the same mistake again with a really long quote that is just out there as if the quote by itself will convince us or make her point and it doesn't really uh it could if she worked on it a little bit more but it doesn't quite in this situation um here again is a a long quote these stats are great sorry this is not a quote this is just a series of stats i don't think she's quoting this a series of stats these are some great stats maybe that would help in setting up the problem 63% of women under age 45 are remarried into a blended family. 78% of couples have difficulty dealing with step-family issues. Is this the problem? Is this what she's getting at? 75% expected children to put a strain on this new blended marriage. 72% uh, believe creating a step-family will cause stress. This is maybe the problem. So if I was sitting down with a student, and I did sit down with a student, I, I told her... Take this, make it the focus of your paper, make it the topic and the claim, and then rewrite the entire essay. This is, clearly shows me what the problem is, that blended families put a strain on the marriage, put a strain on the kids, and it needs to be looked at differently. Uh, here you'll see the student use bullet points for her works cited list there is no works cited heading and the the uh, format is not not correct here so this essay struggled a little bit with clarity purpose uh, with the use of sources with defending the fact that this is a problem and s several serious mechanical issues and MLA issues so this essay is a little bit on the lower end uh, a D. It is not all lost with this essay. It is there is a possibility to bring this essay back uh, and focus it on exactly what the problem is. So there you go. Three different problem analysis essays. Please use them as examples. Please use them as examples on your writing, on your own writing, and on your own self-assessment, as well as looking at things you should and maybe should not do. Good luck writing your own problem analysis essay.